It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm We've so, got the Quell. I'm so biased. I'm so biased on the Jimmy G thing. Mm. Like it's to the point where I don't think my opinion would even be valid. Well, you love him. <laughs> you recuse. I was. He was my quarterback for two seasons. Right. Yeah. So it's I not fair. Him. It's not. Of course, what I say. But I, I got to see the guy. I think that gives person, you a though. good perspective. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, he's not a great talent, right? His talent is not exceptional, but there's something about him. Is it that he's so good looking? <laughs> Let's be honest. You know, all right, so this is it. With this is the thing. And he's so good looking, it's disturbing. So this is the thing. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if it's one of those situations where, you know, the quarterback play wasn't that good and he came in right. and just was better than everybody and that's what made him look good? Mm-hmm. Or is he, was he actually really good? Because... When I got to San Fran, I got there in 2017. I think they were like 0-8. Actually, his first day there was my first day there. They traded for him. They had just traded for him, and I had just got signed. So right. we came in technically together. So your move got shadowed. Right. Overshadowed. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. big, big, big transaction yeah, yeah, that they yeah. just missed out on. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we, we we lost. We, we ended up winning the game. I think we, we won our first game. I think they were 0-8 at the time. They won their first game against yeah. the Giants. Um CJ gets hurt against, I want to say Seattle. I think they was playing Seattle. CJ gets hurt. Jimmy comes in. Boom. Throws a touchdown. Last play of the game. Throws a touchdown. First play in the game. Throws a touchdown. Boom. So everybody, okay. So moving forward, the man finished the season. I said we was one and nine. I think we finished the season six and ten. So we lost to Seattle, which made us one and ten. Jimmy comes in the last five games, wins all the games. Yep. So the next season, it's a lot of hype behind him because we seen him come in and the offense was just clicking. Like he came in, that ball came out, hot, accurate, everything was good. Tremendous leader, get those good speeches, have you fired up, and just overall a good guy. That counts for something, right? Players believe in him. And then it was times where, you know, when he became the starter, it's like people ask, well, how's his work ethic? Well, in practice, it was a practice where he tried to throw it to Marquise Goodwin, and I think he underthrew him or something like that. They spent like an hour after practice running deep balls, and he just kept throwing them, just kept throwing them. And it like paid off in the game Go where he started him. hitting them in stride. <laughs> so it's like yeah, for that, some odd reason. And then, like I said, I've been in the locker room with him. Nobody has ever said anything bad about Jimmy because he's a guy that gets you to play for him. Like that. So I don't. And with it the backfield that the Browns have behind him, I think everybody would love Jimmy. I, and, I really and, do. And to your point, you said something, and I used to always get mad at people who in the media that say this. Like, come on, y'all got to do better, man. Stop rolling out of bed saying this stuff. We Odell and they just can't. I don't know what it is. They just can't get on the same page. No, you just talked about what pros do. Mm-hmm. Listen, Odell, I don't care if I got to live with you. We're going to be out here two, three hours after practice. Yeah. If I got to get Kevin Stefanski, I show up and say, Coach, mm-hmm. look, what we going to do this week? I, I need him to get right. the ball eight times. That's, quarterback they, job. that's what the quarterback does. He had does. progressive commercials to shoot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't just stick around throwing the ball to nobody for no reason. He had groceries to put Exactly. He had a photo op at a kid's event. Right. Michael McNuggets, what's going on? We actually got some breaking news, non-Baker related, but this not, is from our Not Jay related mm-hmm. too? Not Jay related. This is okay. real Deshaun Watson breaking news from Deshaun, excuse me, from Josina Anderson, a friend of the show. She tweeted out a few minutes ago, and I quote, I'm told there's a recording of an interview with the adult son of one of the 12 women the NFL interviewed in the Deshaun Watson case, stating his mom was initially complimentary of Watson in their conversations after the massage, but later switched her account and tone after negative allegations surfaced about Watson. The son intimidated his mother, intended to reward his silence per a league source. Intimated, intimated. You said intimidated his mother. Intimidated. He intimidated what? his own mother. I'm just, I'm just reading the tweet. In, I think it was misspelled, but go okay. ahead. Yeah. Uh, there's a feeling that the NFL was initially cagey about details they learned from the woman's son after only mentioning they interviewed him in the report. The son's recording was later reviewed by Watson's side, revealing the aforementioned details, presumably illuminating why this particular accuser was not included with the five women the NFL ultimately focused on at the hearing. Mm. 
So there you go. Just more right. details Four, trickling out, and Justina hearsay continues evidence to be part from of it. A, yeah. So from again, an unnamed it's one, source, it's one case, yeah. but you know that's why again we talk about this gray area in this subject. I brought it up a bunch of times. Uh, we don't we, we don't need to legislate the whole thing again. Again, the only people that knows what happened, the women and the Sean. Nobody else knows the real truth. But I will tell you this. Yeah. Testimony count. It does. Uh, you can't big. like like I we we heard sixty six. And people act like those 66 were rape allegations. To your point, G, I, I hate to keep bringing this up, but Rob Parker last night, when, I, when, he, when I'm on with him on their show, he goes, 66 women, that's a big deal. I'm like, what are you talking that's about? That's what 66? they hear. But, but yes. you, you, and it, that's it, the number that's sticking and to it's everybody. Th- if you say something long enough in this yeah. life, right. that's it, the Tony be, Busby model. it just becomes true. And, and it, like people don't even, why would you? And then there's the text message out here where a person, one of the women, reached out to Deshaun Watson after the alleged stuff happened and said, I'm sorry, I was very unprofessional. I'm, that's not like me. Mm-hmm. They have test, text messages. And so what I get upset is, you, if you're going to post the stuff, if you're going to be a media member, do the homework. At least give a little bit of light, because that, yeah. that's pertinent to the, to the conversation. It, it, it certainly all is. It's all got to be taken into account. It's just another thing to the ledger of why I still think Deshaun no way is going to get suspended for the whole year and could be less and less. I, I, at this point, six games or less is a huge win for the Browns. Yeah. Staying on Garoppolo for a second. Yeah. Say, you say he gets eight games. Yeah. Is signing him? Is signing Garoppolo off the table? Uh, yeah, what's the big... I, I why would you still want to do that? I don't think they'll do it if no, it's that no. short, but it still would be a good idea. I would. Mikey McNuggets. We, we got, got one more Quell question, then we're going to get to Quell on because he's here a little early. Good. But first, Steve, let's take the question. The Browns saved $8 million in cap space by trading Baker. So who would you want to see the Browns target with this extra cap oh, well, space? We, oh, this, this is a lot of time we need for this subject. This is easy. Well, you gave us nine names. Let's rattle them off. We'll bring the Quellen when he's oh, ready. I'm going to bring in my messy list. Number here. one, it should be Tyvis Powell. I, listen, I'm available. <laughs> Sign him I am available. Right I am only a phone up. call Always away. Training. I'm, I'm, I don't need a lot of training. <laughs> like it's, Look at this list. I'm in shape <laughs> wow. and ready to go. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Wow. I didn't type it up. This is like a script I was doing. That is thorough. (laughs) For a voiceover for a book job that I'm trying to get. Nice. There we go. Y'all too. I want to do voiceover. Y'all too trying books. to. Yeah, he he want an NFL job, and you want to be an author. Why? Yeah, like, no, I'm not ahead. an author. I just want to do the voiceover. What would you? What would you? Then we'll have the Quell weigh in on who nice is the right answer April. here. Pop's old car was running good. Oh yeah. Good. Nah, that was not a good read. But no, right. it's good. Guys, here we go. I got three wide receivers and three defensive tackles that the Browns should consider. There we go. No safeties. No. No, sorry. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Oversight. It's cool. Three wide receivers. The guy I've been screaming about for three months, Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. Will Fuller makes all kinds of sense. He got a little more money now. Here's the thing with Will Fuller. Yes, he's injured all the time. He never plays all season. <laughs> but when Will Fuller's on the field, he puts up big numbers. And who does he put up those big numbers from? Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. Helpful. Two other guys who are much older, veterans. I don't know if the, either of these guys got much left in the tank, but at a little amount of money, they're proven veterans who have won. T.Y. Hilton, Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about those I'll guys? Take a, I'll take a flyer on Julio. Yeah. I'll, right. take, yeah, a, I'll take a flyer on T.Y. in the slot. I want Julio in the locker room, too, from what I understand. Oh. From what I think great guy, great. Yep. by all accounts. Defensive tackles. Dominican Sue, Absolutely. top of the yeah. board. Top of the Dominic board. No Sue. doubt. He, you know, uh, I'm going to screw up this guy's last name. Star Latulehi. I don't know if I screwed it up. You know yeah. that guy? Was first, with the Bills last year. He got first, drafted by Carolina, right? Or fourth, yeah, Carolina, Carolina, first round. And pick. then I'll throw this guy out there. I know it ended bad for him with the Browns, but he was still pretty good. Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take Sheldon. Sure. You, you lead that attitude, yeah, yeah. especially that if you're going to play that. I'll give you two wild cards at positions the Browns don't have as big a need, but two wild cards. Dante Hightower was a great player. I like that. And then he sat out the COVID year and he came back from New England last year and he wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got. Is he available? Yes. I'll take and I'll give you one other guy, your boy, Richard Sherman. 
<laughs> Richard's in it. Richard is done. He's done. Yeah. Richard's done. Richard I is. Throw that, I throw he, that he is being a father to yeah. his kids and why, taking them to a limp, uh, he's done. track and football. What a waste of time. Right. So, yeah, he, he's yeah, good. Let's go. Mikey McNuggets, what do you got? All right, well, I just got to remind you guys that every time we bring a guest on, it's brought to you on the Gridiron Guys hotline for the best roofing in Northeast Ohio. Call 330-573-7967 today for a free estimate or roof inspection. And we heard your guys' responses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's DeQuell thinking? Steve, let's take it, and let's see if DeQuell can nail it. DeQuell? Ah, there it is. The slow turnaround. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, fellas? (laughs) That was awesome. That was awesome. I had to do it. Cheers. Tip of the cap. Yes, sir. I love that big that big (laughs) jar of corks you got there. That is that is sweet. I drink a lot of wine. That's a lot of bottles. How how long have you been turning around looking at that thing of corks? (laughs) That's the first time. First time I've turned around. I can confirm. We could see him beforehand. He was not practicing. That was first try. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but we, we got to get a sound effect that goes bump, bump, bump when that thing turns around. Or I'll get you next time, Gadget. That uh-huh. was so good. <laughs> hey, Nicole, your your reaction first when Baker got traded yesterday. I know you've been you've been kind of with Brad and Jay about hey, if he's still here, let him play. What what did you think when they traded him yesterday? Yeah. So it, it confirmed. You know what a lot of people were, were thinking you know from the outside looking in that the browns decided they did not want baker mayfield to take another snap as a quarterback of this franchise and on one hand if what i thought about was they really are investing this year in the jacoby Brissett, or do they really know what the suspension would look like from deshaun watson so i i there's a lot that went through my head in terms of quarterback play right and i went back and watched uh, some of Baker Mayfield's games and some plays, some highlight plays, right? And the one thing I landed on was the fact that a lot of his chunk plays and a lot of his successful plays down the field were predicated on play action passing and moving him outside of the pocket. Yeah. And so by this move being made and watching Jacoby Brissett, you know, with his time with Indianapolis and just knowing what type of quarterback he is, he's more of a pocket passer. And maybe in my mind, in my crazy mind of mine, I'm thinking maybe Kevin Stefanski wants to grow this 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 offense to be more of a, a down-the-field attack-style offense with a sprinkle of the run. Obviously, you can't abandon it, mm-hmm, but yeah. because of Jacoby Brissett's skill set and the fact that you invested so much into Deshaun Watson, we don't know when he's going to play, but one thing we know about uh, Deshaun Watson is he has a multitude of, of, of talent, right? He can He can you know, create plays within the pocket, outside of the pocket. He's great at doing both of these things. So maybe this is a glimpse of Kevin Stefanski seeing us seeing a different side of an offense that we hadn't necessarily seen when he had the Odell Beckham Juniors and the Jarvis Landry. So all of that went through my head when the Baker Mayfield trade happened. It was about, and also it was just about, about time. I was going to curse, but I'm not, I'm not going to try. It was about time something happened, but, on yeah. another note, it was surprising that the move was made prior to knowing what the suspension was right. going to look like from Deshaun Watson's standpoint. You know what, DeQuell, thank you for setting me up, my brother. You set me up so good on this one. <laughs> let me get my let me get my crystal ball out. Okay. Now you now you've been in the locker room and, and you have a good working relationship with people in the locker room, right? Now, True. have you ever had a situation? I'm sure this has happened where you talk to a player and you say, hey, man, I'm thinking about hanging it up. I ain't really got it no more. Or you talk to a guy. Hey, man, after this season, I'm looking at Atlanta. I'm looking like, I, you know, I, my people's is down there. I might do that. So you get a little inside information. So you hear it, but you don't you don't tip your hat to nobody. You just keep that under your hat and you just that's just locker room code. He just letting you know. Now, right. if I could believe that that happens with players, right? Why would it be a, a, a giant leap to think that that don't happen with owners in the league? If I'm going to spend $230 million and give him an upgraded contract, do you not think that Jimmy and D Haslam don't say, hey, um, let me talk to you real quick. Now, we want to do this move. Can you give me a little something, a little hint? You ain't got to tell me what it is on what the suspension going to be. And I said it from mm-hmm. Jump Street. There's no mm-hmm. way that you mm-hmm. go buy a brand new Bentley, you know, Rolls Royce, like you like, 
without test driving. <laughs> without test driving. You got the miniature one. You got the miniature one. But you got to know how it sounds. You want to know the specs. I need to know everything because that's an investment, right? So for yeah. me, this move signified not only did the Browns like Jacoby Brissett, I think it always already signifies the fact that they know a little more than they was letting on about this whole Deshaun Watson. And to them, a season or indefinite was never on the table. But they can't say that to us. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think you're, you're spot on, especially being a player and understanding. Look, you look at the history of this league and the collusion that's happened with stemming back to the Colin Kaepernick it issue. Is. You better, you better well believe if a move is going to be made like that and that type of investment, there, there's the right ears, the right conversation has happened. Now, in my opinion, I think Deshaun Watson will probably get a year. That's me in my own world. But you better believe the ownership and the right people understand or have conversations about potential suspensions and what's the possibility. Because as you mentioned, you, you use the analogy with the cards and all that. Owners don't, it's a reason why owners are owners. They don't make decisions based on impulse all the time. You know, it's intel, the right intel, and the right conversations that needs to be had. And I do, I do think a lot of that has, um, a lot of that played into them acquiring Deshaun Watson and making the move and making this big splash about, you know, Baker Mayfield and the inconsistency between the two parties and him not being there anymore. I'm, I'm a big believer in that definitely happens behind the scenes. All right, Duke, well, I agree with both of you to, a degree, uh, to an extent, but then at the same time, I'm also reminded that this is the same guy who allegedly uh, might have drafted Johnny Menzel, at least in part, based on a tip from a homeless man. So, I do have, I think we, they have, we have earned the right to judge them a little bit and be a bit speculative when they're making decisions for our team. Okay, so, but my larger question is about Baker. As somebody who knows his fan base, as somebody who was here for a very long time uh, and one of the few people who had success, what do you think his legacy is going to be in 10 years in this town? You know this fan base. How are we going to look at him in 10 years overall? Yeah, I think he'll always be able to, he'll always have a home here because he rose this Cleveland Browns out of football purgatory and they won them and got, got him to the playoffs. So again, we can nitpick about his personality traits, but I do think the Cleveland Browns fan base or a smart fan base who do identify with the guy. Hey, listen, that year was probably a great year. Some little, you know, the 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 diehard Cleveland Browns fans had their kids go to uh, the, the 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 games that year, and they would have something to talk about. So I do think, in terms of his legacy here in Cleveland, you're going to have two communities. Some communities that will not will will not identify with him and and the way he kind of dealt with things as a as a leader of this team and the way he went out and just, you know, would, they wouldn't accept him. But there's another community of people that would accept him and he could always come back. And I think he, he's a, he'll always be, have a special place in the in the Cleveland Browns community. DeQuell's definitely right. I But I also think a big factor in 10 years from now is going to be how good Deshaun, how much success Deshaun Watson had subsequently, right? Like, if let's say the oh, Browns yes. were Super Bowl in the next five years. Mm-hmm. Baker gets diminished. If if Watson has yeah. a great career and the Browns win a ton of games and somehow win a Super Bowl, his uh, his think, time here gets diminished. I think I disagree. I think I kind of disagree because I think yeah. that this fan base, if we win a Super Bowl with Watson, I think they're the kind of fan base that says that is more. It's easier to be magnanimous in victory, and if we are going some winning streak and this guy takes us there, I think that he comes back in here and people are just like. Baker, thanks for helping set us up. You were part of the reason that we turned the corner. Mm. You were there for the 0-16 season. Then you went in in the next season and led all rookies of all time, all time in touchdowns and really got us a vibe and a swagger that helped us carry this on. I think if, they go, if it goes poorly and Baker does well or something like that, I think there's a better chance of us not uh, responding well to him when he comes back then mm. because we're, pet, we're petty and bitter and we hang on to this. Well, he, like he's that. petty and bitter, too. Yeah, he, so he, we he, all are. We're petty, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely petty. And I'm representing a Baker bro right. today, just so you know, Dequan. That's why I'm dressed like this. Yeah, no, I see. You're repping hard. Okay, thank you. Mikey McNuggets, you've got some questions for the panel and Dequell Jackson. I do, Dequell. Let's start with this one, Steve. It's number 19. I don't know if you could find it in the rundown. These questions, I labeled them a little funky. It's uh, 56. But this is a good one. Dequell, I saved this one for you. Let's take it, Steve. <laughs> How go. do you think OBJ and his dad celebrated last night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Listen, OBJ has a Super Bowl ring. He's not thinking about leaving yeah. and yeah. Baker Mayfield and what's going on. He's trying to rehab his knee. 
But, uh, you know, he's probably, you know, I hate to say this, but sometimes your competitive, you know, juices kind of flow, and, but he'll never say it publicly. But he's probably glad that he's out of that situation and Baker Mayfield is, is having his – has another home and he's not thinking about Baker Mayfield. I actually think I actually think that Odell Beckham Jr. called Baker Mayfield and told him, congrats, you know, do your thing. I think that's I, yeah, exactly I, what I'll tell, yeah. tell you what an interesting thing would be it say DY got suspended for eight games. Yeah. You think would it be crazy if they said Odell when DY come back? Because I think he ain't gonna be ready until like right late October. No, I don't think it's crazy. You, you, you want to come back? You ain't got to worry about learning the new playbook because yeah, you, you know it already. Well, you think that makes right. sense? Uh, yeah, it does. Because yeah. as a receiver, you want to go where the arm is. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson is gonna be playing whenever we realize what his suspension is. Whenever he comes back, he's gonna be playing for his legacy, his his reputation, all things considered. And so, yeah, if I'm a receiver, I'm definitely following this situation closely. And for Odell Beckham, you understand the scheme, you know the the, the players, you understand the coaches. I wouldn't rule it out, honestly. Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett is the leader in the locker room now. Yeah. Miles, Miles Garrett really wants him to be back on the team. He already mm-hmm. didn't put it on Instagram. That's true. It wasn't like it's not like Odell wasn't open in the yeah. Yeah. In Miles head. and Watt. I mean, the quarterbacks eventually got to be the leader. Of this yes, there's eventually. no doubt. All yeah. Browns fans yeah. need to go onto their social media and scrub all negative Odell stuff you put up when he left <laughs> right now. <laughs> in case his dad is scrolling through. The, 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 problem, the problem with it is, I think he sold his house in Cleveland already. Oh, I mean, he rich. He's rich. He can have mine. He can have my house. He can stay with Mike. There you go. I got a guest room. Is he going to question anything? You're All right, right, Steve, let's take it. We talked about this a little earlier. DeQuell, I want to ask you, Carolina, Cleveland playing week one. What's your prediction for Baker's stat line against the Browns and a final score? Mm. Well, you're, you're predicting that he's going to be the starter. So Ooh. I'm not necessarily so he's going to be the starter. Whoa. Because he, you know, listen, I, I mean, you have to learn a new playbook. This is will be his fifth coach, fifth offensive coordinator. It's not a shoe in that again on paper he's the better talent, but I'm not so sure, you know, he, he is a shoe in to be the starter, even though I think he's a better talent. He's also coming off shoulder injury as well, right? So he mm-hmm. hasn't really thrown the football in the last few months. Can't or probably the last few months he has. So he's he's got an uphill battle that he's got to work through with new new teammates. And you have Robbie Anderson that made the tweet about no, he didn't want him and he backtracked and said he was defending his quarterback, which I don't know why you would defend because he didn't play well. So yeah, no one defends Sam, Ar- Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, Sam Darnold. Yeah, it's a lot of things he has to he has to work through. So uh, to answer your question, to humor you, his stat line, mm, I think is it will it will be average at best and nothing more than we've ever we've seen before. Miles Garrett will have more sacks. And Baker Mayfield will have completions. That's ridiculous. That's, that's absurd. That's, a, that's, that's absurd. absurd. I, touchdown. It's I, absurd. If I had to give a realistic, if I gave a realistic stat line for Baker in that yeah. game, I'd say he'd probably go 10 for 22, 100 and, 110 Tyson's yards. Reading my mind. One here. touchdown, two picks. That sucks. Nah. Yeah. yeah. That's trash. Yeah. I agree. That's I about what it is. That's about because, how because, it is. If Garrett I, yeah, does sack him, he's got to put up that tombstone in his yard, and it's got to be tiny. It's got to be a little <laughs> tiny tombstone. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, extra that's right. He put all the extra tombstones. Shame. Yeah. Don't we have to? By the way, don't before your next question, Mikey. Don't we have to have a progressive commercial with Baker moving out of the stadium and moving into whatever the name of the stadium is in Carolina? Someone's TikToking yeah. it right now. I assure you. <laughs> right? Don't we yeah. have to have that? All right, McNuggets. What do you got? Well, I'm glad DeQuell mentioned Robbie Anderson. Steve, let's take the shot, then I'll ask the question. This was Robbie Anderson defending himself. He tweeted this yesterday. Let's take a listen. Um, I wonder if you could explain why you reacted negatively to the prospects of these guys acquiring Baker. You know, I said, you know, I said what I said, you know. That was just my, that's just my thinking out loud, my thought, you know. What influence that, that particular? You know, just trying to be a good teammate to my quarterback, you know? That's it. Just trying to defend the guy who, who is my quarterback in a sense, you know what I'm saying? That's it. So the, well, the, the, the question is, yeah. can Baker and Robbie Anderson ever squash their beef? I guess. Yeah, I mean, Robbie yeah, Anderson. Yeah, he got no choice. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, can they squash it? What do you think? 
Yeah, they can squash it as long as Baker Mayfield plays well. But everyone knows, listen, you go from – you. this is a minor significant upgrade if you look at Sam Darnold. And, listen, he was he clearly got caught in the lie because you're not going to defend a guy who played terribly. Of course. I know he, you yeah. like him, but you're a receiver. You want guys that have big arm that can get you to football because you make more money that way to, with more team success and all that other stuff you want to pile on. But, listen – yeah, they can they can mend the beef, but Baker Mayfield has to win the job and has to win the the you know the trust of his teammates, and he has to throw the ball and get him the ball. And, and let's say Robbie Anderson here, he'd be a decent number two guy. Sure, I, I always yeah, I always look at it like this, man. When you're a quarterback, man, you you got you're supposed to be elevated. We keep yeah, he's got smooth that. We coming from a, a sunken place where we asking can the <laughs> receiver and the quarterback make it? No, the quarterback come in. He get you together. Hey, man, let's go out to lunch real right. quick. Yeah. Let me talk to you real quick. Y'all hash it right. out. Let's and see. before you know it, you, he, I'm the number one receiver trying to get the football. These people be playing checkers, not this chess, bro. Listen, listen. Higher elevation, listen, man. You don't think people around the league watch their Odell and Baker stuff? Like, every receiver mm-hmm. is probably like, listen, yeah. I don't trust dude. You couldn't get Odell. Yeah. Oh, you not right. Right. Exactly. 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 That's a good point. Exactly. That's, That's a, a great, great point. point. You couldn't go get Odell the ball, and yeah. here I am. You know, you, you have to elevate. To G's point, you got to be able to come in as a quarterback and elevate the guys around you. I don't think that's necessarily Baker Mayfield's skill set. He, he had a, a bad cast. shoulder, dude. <laughs> doesn't matter. He played the half the season <laughs> injured. He had a bad shoulder. They were super they bowl. Were tough as he was tough as nails. Wait a minute. Man. Hold on. They wasn't, <laughs> oh, oh. They wasn't connecting before the shoulder injury, so that that's a that's not going to hold. Go on, go on, go on. Since, since 1999, man. Since by the way, by the way, I think we we. I, I, I think Robbie Anderson's hairstyle, like I need to have that hairstyle. How good would that look? Me with Robbie Anderson's no, hair? Not at all. No? No. 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 Like, go for it, man. Absolutely not. Be you. Do I not? Try something. Now, you know summer. what? You know what, boy? I want to be creative. Everybody needs a no man and they they friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be that guy. You said I can't. Absolutely not. You, you don't think I can pull that no. off? No. I'm the friend that encourages <laughs> that. I want to try something different. I've had the same short hair for a long time. I dyed my hair blonde when I was in college. Oh yeah. I gotta that, shake it up. In that's my as, that's now. as far well, as you should go. Hey, we're, we're, hey, hold on. First of all, let's let's not let, let's be the cultural savvy people yeah. we are. Yeah. It's not possible for you. That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> let's keep that above. Enough product. Who you well, think you is? Kodak. Wait a second. Hold on. There was when I I used to go to Marine Park in Brooklyn oh, to play basketball. All right. I played on the I played on the scrub court. But okay. there were guys, what? But but there were guys that were really good. Chris Mullen came down there a couple times to play basketball. I can't well. play. And there was this one dude, he was a white guy, who had dreadlocks. I don't know how he made them, but he had dreadlocks. <laughs> he made them. And they went down to his ankles. He didn't say, you see, he didn't culture. He didn't say grow. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't know how he made them. Things, but he was a white dude with dreadlocks. Sure. And ever since then, I was like, someday, maybe I could do something like different with my hair, but I haven't had the guts to do it. And now I may t- no, try no. to do it. Well, now now they wear these, these hair pieces for men. Maybe for Halloween, you come up with a... Uh... Robbie Anderson. Uh, it looks like I'm making fun. I just want to, like, yeah, we wouldn't want you to look silly. I don't want to make fun. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah. If, if our executive producer, if, if our executive producer <laughs> don't let, let us wear baseball hats on camera, they not let you know that. He got a point with that one. All right, that's it. I've sidetracked us. Mikey, that's next true. question. Okay, this is a two-part question, or really a, it's yeah. a bet. Which one would you rather take? Baker is 10 to 1 to win comeback player of the year, and he's 100-1 to one to lead the NFL in passing yards. Which one's more realistic here? Quell? Comeback player of the year. I was going to say that, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, comeback player of the year. Yeah, that's oh, more like, realistic. Let me, let me ask you a second way. Which one would you rather put money on? Is there oh, any the chance he leads one. the NFL in no. passing yards? No. It's a hundred to one odds, though. The, no, the, him leading the league in no. passing yards is literally flushing your money in the so, toilet. Do you, you? So Josh <laughs> Allen, Patrick Mahomes, oh, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Like, what are Listen, you I'm not saying I'd bet on it. I'm just giving no, you the two yeah. best the odds. No. Yards, and, and, and if I'm going to bet, I'm going with comeback player of the year because one. There could be some type of emotional support behind that. Yeah. Baker had a bad deal. Mm-hmm. He had a raw deal in Cleveland. Good he come back 
off of a shoulder injury. He actually played really well. Mm -hmm. Carolina won more games than they were projected to. Like that, he'll win it because of that. Like that, that's mm -hmm. even if he plays okay, they yeah. might still give it to so, him. Right? Because but he ain't like that no hurt. way. As my name is Tyvis Chancey Powell, he's leading the what? NFL in no passing yards. Watch, watch, watch this, Dequell. Uh, this is kind of off the beaten trail a little bit, but you, you, you know, they just confirmed the narrative. Baker, he was hurt. He could be comeback player of the year. And I'm here to say it. I don't care how well Deshaun Watson plays. He will never be an MVP. They will make sure that that does That's not happen. That's politics. I, I'm going to let yes. you know right yeah. now that there will yeah. be no writer. I mean, these are the people. There'll be some, but not, but not enough for him to win. These are the yeah. same people that didn't vote for Terrell Owens as a first ballot Hall of Famer because he did <laughs> what? Because mm. he did crunches in his driveway. Are you serious? <laughs> Those were good crunches. Aaron Rodgers yeah, did win MVP true. this year after the whole vaccine that, immunized that, That's thing, Aaron Rodgers. That, 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 that yeah, that's got, Aaron there's Rodgers. levels yeah. to this. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, get nah. to the levels, though. Yeah. No, I'll get to the levels. <laughs> White guys got to pass is what I'm saying. I understand. Hey, Chief Bush to steal your life. That's what he's saying. I mean, yeah. Put it yeah. in subtitles. And by the way, all these tweets about Aaron Rodgers. Everybody's got tattoos, Aaron Rodgers. You're not that creative. Whoa, by the way, I, d I don't. Well, okay, so most players have tattoos. No, not Tyvis. He keeps yeah. it clean. You know. uh, Aaron Rodgers should not have won the MVP, by the way. And uh, Who should know. have? Jonathan. Uh, Joe Burrow. You think Joe? Get out of here. I, I wouldn't have been opposed to that, but I would have. If anybody should have won it, it should have been Cooper he Cup. He took the worst team in That's football to the Super Bowl. Co Cooper Cup won the Triple Crown and won the Super Bowl, I, I, and I think I, he won MVP. Yeah, yeah. What I, more do you yeah. want? Wide yeah. receivers don't make the impact that the quarterback. He did. That guy did. He took the. I'm about to say the man did. He did everything that he could possibly do. Agreed. But he's not putting up those numbers with Jared Goff. We got one more question for Dequell. One more question for Dequell. Steve, let's take it. Has a fan base ever been happier to get rid of a guy who they once thought was the savior? I don't know <laughs> if that's totally fair. Go ahead, Dequell. Uh, so I was a part of the Brady Quinn DA, Derek Anderson mm -hmm. transition. <laughs> and when I tell you, I had never heard a fan base <laughs> cheer when a guy got injured more than I did at Cleveland Brown Stadium when Derek Anderson got injured and Brady Quinn came in. That was, Proud I had moment. never been a part Hold of anything on, like that. Dequil, I, I got it. Hold on, because when CJ, <laughs> when CJ Beathard got hurt and San Fran and Jimmy went in, they yeah. went nuts. Yeah. And we on the yeah. sideline was like, dang, he hurt. Like, y'all ain't got no sympathy. Right, right. <laughs> they so I actually got I'm with you on that one. I got to witness that <laughs> yeah. one, too. <laughs> I think there's still a lot of fans that are sad that Baker's gone, too. I, there's a, there's yeah. a good chunk of the fan base that is sad. 60%. No, I don't know that. that. I don't know that. I'm on a lot. Listen, I'm on a lot of. I'm on a lot of Cleveland Browns board. You got to understand something. Where the fan base has shifted from earlier last, like last mm -hmm. year, it, when um, playoff time when Odell was running doing his thing, there was it was 75 percent. Yes, that was squarely in the yeah. in the corner. I think of Baker 60 though. Not, and it's a racial divide too. That to be honest, yeah. it's a will, racial divide. And I'll also point out that you—that is—it's like sort of like looking at Twitter, and it's just that's the loudest contingent yeah, of the fans. <laughs> there are a lot of casual. My mom isn't telling you how she feels on there. She has no clue how to even get on Twitter. So what I'm saying is, like, there are people like that. There's a big part of the fan base, and we got an older part of this fan base that is not very active on social media, and we yeah. don't know exactly how they feel. And we can't. I only—I use... think it's a third. I only think it's a third. You know what? You know what's crazy? It's, 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 it's yeah. about half. Since he's been traded, the only. Only well wish I've seen is Wyatt Teller's wife. She's always talking about it. She tweeted him. something about mm. how, how they got me. great people with Emily and That Baker. is weird. That's the only I haven't thing been watching. I've seen Odell, uh, got, Odell got left. Me. Oh, the Rams got a good one. Everybody My bro. Was tweeting about right. it. This right. one I ain't heard of. That is thing. indicative. That's Not a, a that is important. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So we've, we established that. Are we we got one more for <laughs> Dequell, Mikey? Yeah, well, this isn't even a question. I just you know what, actually, I'm going to ask the quote this. We talked about this earlier. Were you surprised by the maturity that Baker actually showed through the second half of this process? I know he went on the podcast and talked, and we kind of ripped him for that. But since then, mm -hmm. he shut his mouth. He was quiet. He did his camp in Oklahoma with the kids. Were you actually impressed with a little bit of maturity showed handling the second half of this process? Uh, I mean, I think time will tell, but he had no choice. If he wanted to play in this league, he had to show 31 other teams that he could handle this situation appropriately. Now, we still have a lot of time to go because, listen, he's going to be in a room with a guy who was drafted, what, third overall in the same draft? There's a level of competitiveness there and a level of maturity you have to uh, exude because 
quite frankly, are they going to be in a position to help each other? But in the offseason, he said all the right things when the camera was in front of him, in front of him to, to answer your question. But I think yeah, I think this this situation here has to shape him, has to um, affect his level of maturity because, listen, a lot of other – we've said it before on this program – a lot of other guys have to deal with this all the time when you get drafted over and you're looking around you and you're you're the elder statesman as a young guy ready to take your position and you got to learn how to deal with it. Unfortunately for him, it was on public display and then you had a guy come in and get the biggest contract ever in your house and with all the looming, this black cloud looming over him. So yeah, it's, it was a tough pill to swallow. Do I think he can come out of it? Time will tell, time will tell. The Quell, great stuff as always, man. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. Yeah. Thank you. I wish you guys had a drink. There you go Cheers. and drink. There as you always, go. as you, always. There it is. to you, sir. Good. It's good. And He's make sweet. sure, and everybody that's tuning in, make sure y'all subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland. That's what I'm talking show, about. Right. We Good passed 9,000 subscribers yesterday at 10,000. We're dumping chili on Anthony's head. So, yes. come on now. Let's get so, 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 where are we at overall? I don't really want to do that. We just passed 9,000 this morning. So he volunteered. Anthony, you shouldn't have volunteered. Don't. Make, don't like su- make sure you hit that like button too, man. Listen, this, this is the hottest thing smoking on the internet right now. Listen, we need you to hit that like button so everybody get our content. And by the way, we can set a, We need to set a goal. We need a time frame. We need to be at 10,000 by when, McNuggets? Uh, five 1st. days after the Deshaun Watson suspension comes out. That's fair. That'll probably be like, what, next week? Yeah, next what did week. you want to yeah. say that you're doing? I miss it. What are you doing to Anthony if we dump surpass? Chili on oh, you're going to dump chili dump on Dump some uh, Skyline chili. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I don't have any problems We're over nine. You said we're over 9,000? We passed 9,000 this morning. That's not that bad or humiliating. If y'all checking this out. If he doesn't mind dumping chili, dump he chili wants to do it. Them. Not if we. It's keep, not going to be hot. We'll keep chili. It temperature. It's right. like the you crack the can. Do, do the and ice just, bucket challenge with him or something. I mean, that's too I, people still doing that. It's too weak. No. no. But he's open to it. Is the important thing. You we're do not doing this challenge? and you hate it, right, in the Anthony? Tank. No. No, no, he's did you do okay. The ice bucket no. challenge. Did you no. do it, Mike? No. No. I did it in front of uh, the barley house. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's nice. I, I, I can see it. I don't. I, I don't like those things. Yeah, that, like yeah, if you're going yeah. to cut a cut a check. All right, guys. Mike, you have another question for us. One more question for yeah, us. Yeah, I got. I got one more question for you yes. guys, and then we'll go to top five good, bad, 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 yeah, and final takes. It. Let me go through my list. I think we already hit on who the happiest Brown Baker got traded is. We all agree it's Miles Garrett, right? We could be in agreement there. Yes. The receivers, the receiving core. Mari Cooper, the receiving core. Yeah, I don't know. No, I guess that's probably true. Yeah. I mean, let's end on this then. Yeah. I want to hear from each one of you. Okay. What's your favorite Baker memory? One. Oh, I got an answer. Oh, I got an answer. My, fa- my favorite Baker memory would be the first time he came when he was playing the Jets, Jets that yeah. Thursday night game. I think Tyrod had got hurt. Baker comes in, and he does that. They do that two-point conversion play where they he he catches it and they go score. For some odd reason, that stadium was electrified after that. Like he, that was the energy yeah. that they needed at first. Energy, ha ha, mm-hmm. you like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that right there was my my the best moment that I got to watch from him. Mike is the designated Baker bro today. What have what have you on this? One hundred percent agree. Just a reminder that was the season after the zero and sixteen season. Yep. After we might have been our first win. Yeah. Yeah. I said that was the it first was. win. It was actually the first win I think in literally two years. I think it was like nineteen <laughs> straight losses. It was 20, it, like some, if you work it out by days, it was like six hundred and fifty eight <laughs> days or something like that, which is just insane. I and mean, everybody there at that point, we still don't know what we have in this guy. I, I was at this game. And we, you don't know what you have in him. Then he gets his opportunity. You knew he was going to get it eventually. It was just a matter of when. No offense, Tyrod Taylor or Tarod, however you prefer it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. But regardless, when he went in, everybody was at, like, there was there was like an electricity in the in the joint, and everybody felt that. And then uh, it felt like it really didn't feel like a changing of the guard. I'd been through too many of them at that point. False prophets <laughs> who came forward, and I thought for a moment might be the answer that. But all the other, all the younger kids are really digging it. And I'm just like, even at that point, I'm just like, you guys have no idea. Have no idea. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> but I found myself, a jaded old Browns fan like myself, getting lost in the moment and getting carried away and realizing that this, this was something magical. I was witnessing something magical. And all of these kids were witnessing something magical for the first time as Browns fans. And so, yeah, that was definitely, definitely the That was the, a great night, no doubt. Yep. I don't I don't go to like the I, I guess you know the emotional route where it was magical or anything. I, I think 
I've watched every single throw Baker made in college, and then I've watched every single throw he's made in, in, in the pros, right? And when you look at his throws and you look at the mechanics and you look at the accuracy and you look at the first thing that jumps off is it wasn't the the I think it was the Philly special where he threw the ball back and he caught it. That was the splat. That was a splash play. But the play earlier in the drive was it was a third and I believe eight or something and he threw this this frozen rope down the hash and it was in between uh, 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 safety and a corner all over Jarvis Landry. It was like a back shoulder throw. And I mean, the ball goes millimeters by each of their hands. He fits it in. And the first thing that I thought to myself is there's nobody, Colt McCoy, Brian Hoyer, Derek Anderson, uh, Brady Quint, Johnny. It didn't matter. Like, that was the first Cleveland quarterback, no disrespect to Bernie Kozar, that could mm -hmm. fit that ball in that place. That was a throw Aaron Rodgers, the big arm guys throw. The balls that you, you like, wow, there's no way you could do that. He threw that rock and I was just like, okay, we might got something here. Like, cause that was the skill set, right? And then he was accurate his first year. You know, he had big time throws. If you go look at PFF and Pro Football Hope Focus, they'll say big time throws, throws that are 25 yards where there's guys that are all over people. He had the most big time throws according to Pro Football Focus. And so everybody fell in love with the swag, but he had the game too to match it. And you saw it his rookie year. And unfortunately, those type of throws were few and far between as his career went on. And I can just remember that year having a feeling like, dang, the Browns really actually got somebody that can deliver like that. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously the first game stands out. Obviously the playoff win over the Steelers stands out. But the first thing I thought of was, you know, I've been very critical. And I think a lot of people have been very critical of the fact that Baker almost never came through when it mattered late in the game, fourth quarter. Never... But there was one game he did. It was Cincinnati. against the Bengals, Cincinnati. right? In the 2020 season. Mm -hmm. When Odell got hurt. Right. Odell got hurt. It was a wild back and forth game. I think mm -hmm. the final score was 38-35. It was a fun game. Something like that. Mm -hmm. And he put up huge. And then the Bengals had scored a touchdown late to take the lead. Yep. And then Baker hit. Uh, DPJ. DPJ. Back shoulder fade. Down the sideline. Perfect throw. It was a great throw. I, that was the clutchest moment I thought of Baker's Browns career. That kind of stands out hey, to me. Baker's still undefeated against Joe Burrow. Yep. He is, which is insane. Wow. <laughs> uh, but meaningless in the end. Uh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> no doubt. No denying. Ultimate top five. Top five, whatever we're calling it these days. It is the ultimate five, and it is the airfoils, five baby. Oh, those Baker are good airfoils. Of his oh, career. That's... You guys mentioned a couple of them. Good round round Either way. Love their The insurance. Ultimate 5 is brought to us by Roundstone Insurance. Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money. An average of 20%. Yet yeah, 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money too. And today, it's the five best Baker moments. Don't go square stone. Don't go triangle stone. Mm -hmm. Always Round go stone. No hexagon. <laughs> no diamond. Trapezoids. No rhombus. No, no false horn. Rhombus. So let's, uh, yeah, you like that? I remember my geometry I class. I that one in a long time. run through these real quick. We mentioned a couple. Let's start with number five. It was that game against Cincinnati. Second half, 22 straight completions. He was incredible. I mean, he was he incredible was. that game. He Nothing was. else he could say. For yep. sure. Yep. The uh, Bengals did have the worst defense maybe in the history of football that oh. year, but I'm not. I don't <laughs> like how you got my brother Vaughn. No qualifiers. You got my brother Vaughn Bell on Von that Bell picture. Like, I, great I, last I, I'm Ooh. not with that. Whoever. Hey, that's Anthony. You got to pick Anthony. another picture. <laughs> Ain't no, we ain't putting no Buckeye crime on there. If We're going to dump smoked, more chili on smoked. your <laughs> Vaughn Bell had a big year this past year. Yeah, he did. He played really well. Go All right, ahead. Let's keep it moving. Number four. Baker's insane first half versus Tennessee. Four touchdowns. Yep. yep. Incredible performance. Donovan People Jones caught that long touchdown. He was on. Jarvis Landry had a touchdown. And by they the way, blew the game, didn't they? They did. Defense <laughs> number 23. I still don't say your name, number 23. And by the way, wow. By the way, <laughs> the best celebration in the last five years, did the, you know, you got the Hollywood Higgins walking the red carpet and Baker Mayfield running in slide and taking them pictures like this on his knee. That was sweet. Fire. It was sweet. Yeah, yeah, they'd be doing it in Carolina. All right, number three. No one mentioned this today, but his quote about waking up and feeling dangerous. That will forever live in infamy with Baker Mayfield. 
I think the connection is the Baker bro connection. That's why we're all kind of turned off by it. I mean, yes. I'm, no, I, at the time it was cool. Now it's nauseating. Even at the time I got it. I yeah. got why it excited people and everything. Yeah. But at the same time, I was just like a little bit, it was a little cringe, but I understood why it, it obviously hit home. But then it meant if you are a tavern, like somebody who visits taverns like myself at times, that just meant like two straight years of having the worst dudes on earth scream like, I'm feeling dangerous! Like, oh my uh, god! Like on a karaoke Not to get political, but it felt very Trumpian. And, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 that's why it was crazy. And, and, and they, they got the, the MAGA hats on, but with the Kanye West glasses with mm-hmm. no shades on. Uh, you know there how many I'm feeling dangerous tattoos are wandering around oh. Harmon Brook Park right now? <laughs> like, that will always be there. On the girl, definitely uh, on the girl from the Mozgov commercial. No doubt. Yes. Uh, that's a lower back tattoo. It says feeling dangerous. Right oh, back uh, there. With a guy. Like, uh, we're yeah. going to go number two and number yeah. one. Back to back because I'm a little different than what you guys said. My number two was the win over the Jets. I thought that was spectacular. But I thought number one was the playoff win over Pittsburgh, something they hadn't done since 1994. So that was my opinion. Number one moment of Baker Mayfield's Brown career. It's a great great list, actually. I I respect the list. Yeah, it was a good list. Let's do a little. uh, There you go. And There's I like the, the title. He, he looks like he might be stoned in number three, doesn't he? Look, he could be stoned. <laughs> well, he's uh, and we got to ask the internet, by the way. And as always, when we ask the internet, we ask him Baker questions, and yeah. that's brought to us by our favorite airfoil company. Now we bring PCC in the best airfoils. airfoils You're looking in town. for a job with career advancement and great benefits. PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. The question we asked today, how would you grade the Baker Mayfield trade for the Browns? And we got some very varied answers. Let's see the first one. Zach gave it a D. He said the Colts got more for Wentz than the Browns got for Baker. Next one, Steve. Okay, Zach. Easily an A. If you let Twitter and the talking heads convince you that the Browns were going to have to release him or pay his full $18.5 million, you were duped. Paying ten and a half for a potential fourth, fantastic. Next one. Ask me after week one, because if we lose, we paid $10 million for a guy to hand us an L, and that will not feel great. And lastly, considering where they were to get $8 million and a conditional draft pick for a guy that at best could have gotten you a third-round compensatory pick two years from now is a solid return. Great A. So I think it was a pretty varied bag yeah. from the Browns Good point, fans. Lunchbox. <laughs> I, I, give it, I give it a B. Yeah, yeah how would you guys grade? With what they had to work with. with what they, yeah, I mean, I can't give it an A. They no. only got a fourth-round pick. I mean, <laughs> no, you don't take – you don't I can't have, give it an A. You but can't take just, the, it, under the circumstances, they right. did as well. You can't trade did. the first pick in the draft from, a, from four years ago, <laughs> five years ago. For, and get a fifth round pick, possible fourth, <laughs> right. and be like A plus. We nice still pay more than half his salary. We, yeah. we got to go back and, and we we have to second guess. You know what Dorsey's talking like. Would yeah. you, would, Can we you great take, Dorsey? would you take that back? I ask him because even he had an opportunity to get him with the Lions, and he said no. no. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. Time for good bet, bad bet. How are we doing? It is good bet, bad bet. Yesterday, <laughs> a terrible day for news? us across the board. G. Bush, Bull, Jay, all went one and two. Brad went zero oh and three. <laughs> Brad's lost nine straight bets. Oh, Brad no. is zero oh and three, zero oh and three, and zero oh and three this week. Brad is like the uh, Lord, the Cavs after LeBron left. This is tough. Time. Yeah, Bull, you're the first to sixty though. Congratulations. Well done, young and today, there's no Guardians game, so there are a bunch nope. of random baseball bets. But Good. The Guardians need a day off. We Oof. are very varied, so we're going to have some legitimate movement in the standings. Let's take the first one, Steve. Over eight and a half runs in the Yankees-Red Sox game tonight. Yeah, two goods, moves. two bads. Explain yourself. I mean, this is a no-brainer. I'm about to say, like, what the hell, Polk in the? Uh, like, yeah, like the... I'm going up. I'm going. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm going opposite. I just had to. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm kind of a skid right now, so I got to try and make up some ground. Red Sox and Yankees don't play a lot of low-score games. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. See? I don't. Like this. I know you got Garrett would... Cole pitching, right? Yeah, I'm pitching. pitching yeah. Why, why would I think he's going to get shelled today? I don't think he's going to get shelled, but I think it's, it's you know, eight, it's, what is, it's eight and a half, right? And the kid pitching for the Red Sox eight has done a nice correct. job, but both pitchers have like ERAs that are around four or something right yeah. now. I don't know. I can see Just at least guess. 10 runs on the board for sure. Well, right. I have no idea. I could be. No, I mean, I don't either, but it's darts at a dart. Right, the second one. Under six and a half runs in the Padres Giants game. Okay. So very opposite here. Oh, so and once again, <laughs> Bull, you're on the wrong side of history. Why? 
why would you guys think a baseball game is going to have less than six runs? I mean, it's not like that. Listen, today was one of the ones I went like this. There's nothing Cleveland related to Gilbert. Right. Like this. That I'm, one. I'm usually so familiar with the back end of the Padres starting pitching rotation, and I feel kind of bad that I'm not more prepared. No, I have no clue. I, Padres, I, I, Giants. Uh -huh. You know what, though? When, it, when you go in and do it like this, you actually win more than you think. So it's like, sad. I might go 3 hey, and 0. That's my good friend Dustin every Fox day. would say. It's oh, not fun the last three. Yeah. And the under's boring. You never want to root for the under. All right, right. last one. Shohei Otani will record an RBI today. And this is once again split yeah, Brad and G. I mean, yeah, no, not Brad. G. Bull and G. Complete opposites today. You guys will be three yeah, games G. Um, you, you can't call out no RBIs or home runs like that. Like, you, you, you got to have somebody on base. First of all, when you get a hit, it's not like right a home run. You know, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hitting the ball is hard. Right. Yeah. Of Let alone. Not for, Shohei, not for this guy. Somebody. Not for this wizard. Nah. He's the MVP two years in a yep. row. By the way, we've, we've been He's debating. third as a pitcher. For, for much of June, people were debating uh, Aaron Judge versus Jose Ramirez from MVP, and Otani will end up winning it over both of them. Yeah. There you go. Maybe What's the Cy Young, too. We have. I got one By more stat. By the way, stat. if Otani doesn't play, that bet doesn't count. It doesn't yeah, count. Yes, correct. it does. No. <laughs> yes, I found one more stat I want to pull to our attention here. Yeah. Steve, let's take that full. The Browns have taken three quarterbacks, number one overall, since they've been a franchise. I remember Bobby Garrett well. Yeah. <laughs> the combined record of 51 and 67. We love Tim Couch. Baker Mayfield may go down as a, you know, a valued member of the Browns' history, but that's a tough record for two guys. In, in, I don't know Bobby I love, Garrett. The he 50s. didn't play a single game I for the Browns, I don't care about the, the 50s. Who did? That was meaningless. Mm -hmm. But uh, no offense to old people out there. Nobody, that wasn't real football. There were no black guys playing. I mean, I, I, get out of here. <laughs> Kind of, it's all white does, people. Does kind of dilute the pool. A I mean, bit. come on. I, I don't care what happened that long ago. And we have one more thing before. Well, wait final a second, takes. real quick. In fairness to to Baker, a little bit that you know brings down his record. His record wasn't that far out of five hundred. He was twenty nine and thirty. But to be fair to Tim Couch. Baker had way much more talent around him than Tim Couch did. This is not mile. a shot at either. I just yeah, no, to, I know. Just point I know. out the fact that yeah, they've yeah. had three quarterbacks taken number one overall. Yeah. Uh, we did ask Bree, by the way. Bree's going to slide in the booth tomorrow. I'm going to slide out into Mr. Polk's chair. Nice. And Bree did some uh, social media research for today, and this is one of the tweets she wanted us to show. We talked about the longest yard. Yes. This, this is from Fan Deal. This is uh, Sam Darnold. I'll never get to play. As a <laughs> now, let's be clear. This is not the original No, this is the yard. Adam Sandler This is the version. remake with Adam Sandler, which is okay, but not as good as the original. Yeah, you know. I never watched that. the original, actually. By the way, the you know how Burt Reynolds plays the coach in this one? Yeah. In the original, Burt Reynolds was at the Adam Sandler role. Yeah, he was... In the meme machine, he, he was, was the, the he was the quarterback, meme and that's machine. incredibly. Meme machine. Meme machine. It is intensely problematic. In case anyone's interested in having a good time, is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you watch the, that original yeah. longest yard right now, you rewatch it, you'll just be like, "Whoo, oh my!" That's how we address those. Okay, oh, that's a well. lot of. Same thing with like we talked about the other day. I think Revenge of the Nerds. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, Lewis raped that girl, basically. Yes, the heroes of, Ren of Revenge of the Nerds were essentially yes. were like were, were date rapists. Yes, and we were just like they got her. It was. Well, we're, it's there, not, we're rooting for them. It is not. It, yeah, and different John Goodman was skinny there, which was disturbing. Different times, everyone. We need him fat. Yeah. Go ahead. One, one more thing before final takes. We talked about needing people to subscribe. We've got 31 people who have subscribed since we said that. So okay. continue to subscribe, please. We subscribe need to, to the page. We got to get 11k yeah. by the end of the month. That I is say, if you, if we don't get us, 19 more, so we at least total 50 today, then Steve doesn't let us have any water afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that used to be a thing that was that you would just get away with too. Back yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> get, if we don't win, you don't get no water. Then people just started dying. Yep. And they were like, so, well, thanks. different times. All right, time for final takes, guys. Time start us off here we go if you're looking for the most comprehensive nfl draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on nfl scouting podcast join the draft dudes kyle krabs and joe marino as they go position by position through the nfl free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 nfl draft if you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Did you have anything? Did, did, did you ask Tybus? Did he oh, Tybus, I'm sorry. Did, did you, you not? Did you yeah, no, 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 no. We good. We good. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> thought he was in his back like hey, I did. Oh, no, put, put the camera back. We good. Go ahead. Good. Mm -hmm. So 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 tomorrow 
is my my daughter's uh, second birthday. Hey, too. It's life goes fast. And what I want to say is that I always wanted a boy, but every man needs a girl. And now that I have two daughters, like it is, it's really changed my life and it's changed my perspective of a lot of things. You know, I want to do everything I can. When I look at my daughter before I leave, I make, it's like she gives me this look and it's the happiest moment of our lives because we play all the time. But now it's like I can't fail her. Like I have to do everything in my power to protect her and make sure that she has a great life. I mean, my life wasn't the greatest, but it was it was okay. And I want her to have a better life than I did. And that's why when people be like, well, how are you prepared for this? Like, how are you ready to just do everything? It's because in my mind, I've made my mind up that I will not fail my daughters at all. And whatever that means. And my my job is to only make sure that when you get older and you become of age, that you are seen as an equal in this world. Because right now, you know, women's are losing rights with, with the whole abortion thing going on. And I just want to make sure that you understand that your father is going to do everything in his power to make sure that you are seen as an equal in this world because you deserve it. Nice. What's your name? Leiliana. Leiliana Marie Powell. Happy birthday, Leiliana. Well said, well said. Okay, I, when the news broke yesterday uh, I about where Baker was going to land for sure, I did what most rational people did, and I went online and booked tickets for me and the lady to go and go to that game. We're going to Carolina for the actual uh, game. Nice. Yeah. Are so, you through? Yeah, we are. We're going to go down there and check it out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. It's going to be a cluster, but it's going to be an interesting <laughs> cluster of right. chaos. <laughs> It's going to be a little reunion down there. It's going to be me. Now, not just me, because I looked at this the roster. It's going to be me. It's going to be uh, the old Baker Baker bro, mm-hmm. uh, the original Baker bro himself. Of course, we have Hollywood Higgins. Not only that, Austin Corbett's down there. I don't know if you oh. knew that. Cam Irving is actually uh, he's down there. Yes. And Zane Gonzalez. Wow. It is a, it is a reunion down in Carolina. <laughs> I'm coming down. I don't know who's going to be quarterbacking my team. I don't know who's going to be quarterbacking the other team. I don't know much about uh, Charlotte to be honest, but I'm going to be down there and you guys better put on some kind of a display for me because we used all of our Southwest vouchers that were left over from a canceled flight and you've got to earn our allegiance down there. So spring break, baby. Let's go. I know. Are you really going? Yeah, we're going. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm going there. It's a great city, by the way. Polk, you have a great time. I'm looking forward to it. Give you some recs. Great. Well, well, you know, Baker, I'll tell you what, man. you, sometimes you get people right and I talk about relationships like sometimes you get people and they just really not the person for you long term. They just good for that time period, right? It just works out well, right? There's a lot of people and there's a lot of people I've dated or, or come across that have contributed mm-hmm. good, bad or indifferent to who I am today. Maybe they thought I wasn't gonna be nobody. <laughs> That's an evil laugh right there. Maybe they just thought, you know, hey, I should be doing more with my life. Well, that's awesome too. But there's always people that that come in your life and they're there for a specific reason for a different specific season. And Baker was that way with the Cleveland Browns. Um, Baker had his purpose. Baker was here to give us what I would call a little encouragement and a shot of courage to say, look, Cleveland we could do things too. He was the first person we got an opportunity to see on commercials. He's the first person we had an opportunity to get prime time games like Monday night, Thursday night. We were always a 12 o'clock game. Baker Mayfield came along mm-hmm. and gave us what we needed at that time. And he gave us that 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 enthusiasm, that exuberance and that that attitude back to say, listen, Cleveland is just not a place you stop and, and just take a dump on. Cleveland is actually here and we got some stuff too. I will tell you this Baker. Hey, you served your purpose. Shout out to you because I will say this Cleveland is a better place after you after you left it, but you did your thing and we salute you. Nice. Well, that was well said. said. Yep. you know, I also I'm a little sentimental for Baker and the Baker bros. So let me let me talk to the Baker bros. I, I, I owe the Baker bros an apology. I'm being very serious here. You know, I have been hard on Baker, especially the last year. I have been hard on the Baker bros. Um, I I have been dismissive of Baker's success. Uh, Yesterday, I was on my podcast. I was basically singing in excitement for Baker leaving. And a few people on Twitter got upset with me. And I I hate to offend. 
So to the people that I hurt with my uh, singing and joyous behavior for Baker going, let me say this heartfelt apology. <laughs> Are you serious? There's no apology coming. His ass is out of here. See ya. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Baker. Not cool, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Not oh cool. my god. Thought you were Bull. gonna be cool. I got, I got a couple of tweets. Bull, you're so unprofessional. Why are you singing? Unprofessional. I do white bands overbite on the air for crying out loud. I'm not trying to be professional. We're trying to have fun and tell it like it is. And if you don't like my honesty, we'll bleep you. Do something else. Not cool, bro. I don't bro. care about Baker. You okay. dirty son of a... You need, you need to calm down. We need I'm to all a, fired up and Mike's giving me a wrap-up We signal. need to have a few white This is like yesterday. It ended so perfectly. You killed my mojo. You're killing it, done. <laughs> Look at Mike. He looks like Zach Galifianakis. Hey, listen. In no. the, uh, in the, uh, what's the movie? It's all good, bro. Thank it's you. all good. All right? All right. No all apologies Nothing at all to the Baker bros. None below. But I love you if you still want to listen. And if you hate me, that's okay. I'm not going to block you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I still love you. I, not like Baker and Odell who both blocked me and Trevor Bauer. Screw them all. <laughs> not Odell. Odell, even though you blocked me, I'm okay with you coming back. <laughs> Guys, great job. Uh, you, you, who's here tomorrow? Oh, yeah, Mikey McNuggets and Brad Sellers will be in for Tyvis and Mike Polk. You guys, uh, see you later. Subscribe. See you tomorrow. Feel Subscribe. dangerous. We gotta like, go. Share, Wrap it up. Surprise. Wrap it up. Subscribe. Wrap it up. Subscribe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. The, the, evil. He's the most interesting black man alive. <laughs> <laughs>